That one. Sorry, he's still there? Yeah. Drops. You knock, knocked over your mic. <laughs> Oops. We are professional podcasters. So professional. I'm Jason. And together we believe in intentional dreaming for international living. We left our lives and family in small town Iowa to move overseas. And now as it becomes a reality, we want to share our adventures and our experiences along the way. Let's say that last part together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, welcome to episode 30 of the so Funk Travels Podcast. 30. 30 of the Funk Travel Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've not woken up long enough. It's going to be one of those episodes, huh? No, it's going to be great. It's going to be great, babe. Yeah. Do you want to explain what we're doing? We are trying out a new software system. Generally, we use this system called Audacity, Audacity, and we are trying out something called Zencaster. Yeah. Well, the most notable difference is that usually we're sitting across the table from each other, but this time we're actually in completely different rooms of the house, so we can't even see each other talking it has brought our podcasting to a whole different level literally because i'm on the The second second floor of our house (laughs) (laughs) so we'll see if uh ideally it should make the quality better we'll see this is kind of like back in our dating days when we lived in two different states Oh, yeah. And, and we were prior just, to our dating days when we technically weren't dating and we were living in two different countries, mm-hmm. we were just friends who talked a lot. Talked on the phone so, or whatever. It reminds me of this because the video wouldn't always work. Well, in America, mm. it mostly did. But, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it is to just talk to each other again. I suppose since our guests can't actually see us, then maybe it's fair that we can't see each other too. It might actually be better because then I can't see you like make some weird face about whatever I'm saying and then be like, why are you making fun of me? (laughs) Or roll my eyes at you. Yes, rolling your eyes at me. But maybe I'll hear it. We'll see. You can hear the empty pauses. Wait, the pregnant pauses. Yeah, I can hear it. I can hear your eye rolls. (laughs) <laughs> I think that I'm going to be able to hear them because I know you well enough now that I can yeah. just see you saying what you're saying to me without mm. you being in front of me. So I can yeah. maybe see the type of expression that you have on your face. Yeah, I guess not. We had talked about like FaceTiming each other so we could actually see each other, but we're just doing this. But anyway, episode 30, um, it's taken 30 episodes to get to the point where we can't sit in the same room with each other. <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> and 30, 30 doesn't seem like a lot, but since we only release this every other week, then mm. it's been over a year. So I think that's a it's quite a long time that we could sit face to face and podcast together. Yeah. One episode for every year of my life. So that's how that works out. Oh, babe. Happy 30th year. Our golden podcast. Yeah. I have a birthday coming up. Yes, you do. Was there an <laughs> eye roll there? No, there there was no eye roll. Squirrel. (laughs) Really, Katie? There's squirrel. But in this episode, we're talking about our recent trip to Cyprus. Mm -hmm. 
So we recently got back um, from our anniversary trip. It was our third anniversary on Wednesday, just a couple days ago. And the week before that, we went to Cyprus. Uh, we went a week, the week before our anniversary, instead of going like the week of our anniversary, mostly because we met some friends in Istanbul before we went. Um, and we got to spend like 20 hours with them. And that was, uh, that was really fun um, in Istanbul. So uh, I'm really glad that we got to do that. But after that, we, well, do you want to talk about that just briefly? We didn't, we did some new things that I'd never done before. In Istanbul? Yeah. Yeah, sure. So if we're going to talk about this, we got to start at the beginning because on our way to Istanbul, we got to stay in the Izmir airport lounge, not just yeah. I mean, whatever, not the airport lounge. It's an airport lounge, but it's the priority class. Yeah, the like VIP lounge. VIP lounge. Or in Turkish, CIP. What does so, it stand for? I don't know. I so, don't know, actually. So anyways, it's the VIP lounge. And we got to use our priority passes for the first time. Mm-hmm. And so we were able, the flights that we get to Istanbul and back are generally cheap flights. And you don't get like anything on them. You don't get food, water, nothing. And you can't take water through security. And so like a wet napkin. Oh, yeah. They do give you this, like, wipey. So, <laughs> How generous <laughs> It's very nice of them. Um, so we got to the airport, and then we went into the lounge, and we, we didn't have that long. It was, like, 30 minutes. The airport's not that big, but we were able to, um, like, grab. Yeah, well, breakfast. We had had breakfast, but we kind of grabbed, like, lunch, and then we got, like, a couple bottles of water to take with us and yeah. all sorts of things. It was great. Yeah, it was great. So I'm like never going to worry about going to the airport early because you always like to go to the airport early and just yeah. say, yeah, let's go because we can hang out at this lounge every every time. Uh, yeah. So that's the beginning, I guess, of the story. Um, but then we went to Istanbul and we flew up in the afternoon and our friends were getting in at like midnight. And so we got the hotel room. Um, we... We had booked both of our hotel rooms. And so we got there and hung out there and went to the post office because that's what you get. That's what you do because we went to look for a post that's uh, what, package. That's what you do when you go to a city of 20 million people. You try you to go look the for post office. The, the package that has yet to get to your house or yet to return to America. But yeah. technically it had gone back to America, but we still went to go check it out. But we didn't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, the good news is that it's back in the States and we know where the package is, but it was an adventure to say the least. Yeah. But we did that. We hung out at the mall of Istanbul, which is not, and it's just like a normal mall. It's big. Yeah, but I had never been there. Yeah, I hadn't either, but it wasn't anything special. But anyway, our friends came and the thing that we got to do that I had never done before was go into the cisterns. And most people, when they come to Istanbul, they visit uh, like the the Hagia Sophia and the Sultanament, like the Blue Mosque, because those are like the biggest tourist attractions. But right next to the Hagia Sophia, is it Hagia Sophia or Hagia Sophia? Was- it's like Hagia Sophia without the H. Or maybe Hagia? some people say Hagia, Hagia Sophia, but I think it's kind of, it's a little bit more of a silent Hagia. H. I think in Turkish, it's Aya Sophia. I don't think there's a G. Yeah. Anyway, that's not important. Next to it is the cisterns. Um, And basically, it's just a huge underground cavern with lots of like columns sticking up that they used to keep the water in 
you know, long, long time ago. And it's dark, but they have lights and like places to walk around. And it's really cool. And the recent documentary with Tom Hanks called Inferno um, happens, was recorded there too. And, and so, there's a James Bond movie that goes, that is there too. Yeah. Um, there wasn't really much water in there right now. I think they're like doing construction or something, but based on those movies anyway, there's generally lots of water. Um, but and every it was other really time cool. that I've been there, there's always been water. Oh, uh, it must have just been for construction then. Yeah, and like you really, you really don't know that it's there. Like there's just a really tiny little building. It looks, yeah, it's like nondescript. It's, yeah, it's tiny. Like there's only a little bitty office, and then you get a ticket, and then you go downstairs, and you mm-hmm. would seriously miss it, except if there's a line outside the door. And in the summer, when there's lots of tourists, there's a line that just goes down the street. But it used to be that people just missed it. Like nobody went to it because they didn't know where the entrance was or it wasn't worth Mm -hmm. their time. And I would Mm -hmm. always be like, no, 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 we need to go. And so, yeah, we, we went and it was, it was really cool. Yeah. I'm really glad we did that. But otherwise we hung out with them. Um, We went to the, the Grand Bazaar. Um, We did some other things, but um it was just really good to to see them. They're friends from um, back in the States, and they're the first people from the States that had come, even though they didn't come visit us. Um, they're kind of our first guests that we got to show around, and so it was a lot of fun. We really liked them. Yeah. We also got to go to my favorite place, Ortecoy. Oh, yeah. Ortecoy. I forgot about that. Ortecoy means middle village. Um, but it's it's right kind of underneath the the second bridge in Istanbul, and it's just kind of this neat little um, neighborhood with a bunch of shops and cafes, and it's just kind of a neat place right on the Bosphorus. Yeah, anytime in like the evening, it's a madhouse to get to. But we since we were going in the middle of the day, there was like and during the middle of the week, there was like nobody there. So yeah. it was fun to walk we, around and explore some of the little shops that are usually open in the winter. And yeah. And we just took taxis everywhere because we were lazy. <laughs> we were lazy, but also I for, I think I just forgot how long it took to get from place to place. And yeah. I just was, we were, for four of us, it would, and with the exchange rate right now, like mm-hmm. it would cost us about the same on a bus for four of us to get someplace as it would to just yeah, take, the, take a taxi. That's true. And, and it's way fast. Yeah, we, we just didn't, didn't have, have a lot the of time. So. But anyway, so it was a quick, quick time in Istanbul, and then we got on a plane and flew to Cyprus. Um, Cyprus is an island in the Mediterranean that is kind of nestled in. Um, <laughs> an island is nestled into it's the little, nestled. the little cove of the Mediterranean. Into the ocean. Yeah, it into goes the in sea. towards where, like Syria and Jordan and Israel, that part of the Mediterranean. This island um, doesn't float around; it's nestled into the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, islands don't float. Um, you can't capsize an island. Nope. But we flew in. Um, so a little quick history of Cyprus. I'm definitely not a um, historian or know a lot about Cyprus. But the current state of Cyprus is that it's a country that's divided in two. And the island is kind of split, um, not halfway. It's maybe like a quarter of the island is um, the Turkish Republic of Northern Cyprus. And then the half, the second half is just Cyprus. I'm going to stop just for a second because when I was looking on Google Maps and I was taking a couple of screenshots for a blog post that I was working on this week for our trip, um, if you are in Google Maps, like .com.tr, 
then it says like it basically has Cyprus and then it has like the north part of Cyprus in bold letters. It says like the Republic of Northern Turkey or something like that. Mm. And I was like, wow, that's very bold letters, like almost bigger than the actual part of the country itself. And so I was like, well, where, where am I at? So I looked on it and it said .com, .tr. And so I took the TR off and it went to .com. And then, of course, that immediately went away. And then Cyprus is in like bold letters on the south part of the island. And it's like sure. Cyprus, you know, <laughs> like mm. and it doesn't even recognize the like what the top part is. Yeah. Okay. So the reason for that is because the Turkish Republic of Northern Cyprus, the only country in the world that recognizes it as a country is Turkey. Um, every other country in the world thinks that it is like a Turkish occupied zone. Like the whole island belongs to Cyprus, but the Turkish forces are currently occupying the northern half of it. Um, and they, there was a war in 1972, I think, where Turkey tried to take over the entire island. Um, but because of the war, it was 1974, sorry, tried to take over, but that didn't didn't happen and so they ended up with just like the northern half and they came to a ceasefire and that's where we've been since then is they have the northern area which declared independence but nobody really recognizes and then the southern area which is still um, controlled by the cyprus government so really interesting so that's the history um, but we flew into the northern side from from istanbul and as far as i know the only way to fly into the northern side is from turkey there's no other no other country will actually let you fly into the northern side no like technically if we were going to go to the south the southern part of cyprus which at the time i think when we bought our tickets to begin with we weren't sure if we were going to stay on the north side or the south side we just knew it was cheaper to go from the north side. And since we live in Turkey, it's really cheap to go to the north side. But if we were to go to the south side, we have to fly to Athens and then from Athens into the south part. Yeah. So what we did is we flew into the north part and then hired a taxi that took us across the border. Um, so the border is, it's not, it's not like a real country border. Um, it's kind of hard to explain, but there's this like UN neutral zone that runs along the country that's maybe like a hundred meters wide. And there's a couple crossings where you can drive across and there's a couple that you can walk across. And so the taxi took us across the driving and you have to go through like police checkpoints. Mm -hmm. And it's not technically like an immigration thing. So um, I'm not even quite sure like how it all works because we never, even though Cyprus is part of the EU, um, if you cross from the northern border, you never actually enter the EU. Um, you are just inside of Cyprus. Like it's all completely legal. Um, like the police are running the checkpoints and they scan your passports and everything. And so there's no, there's no like question of legality, but you aren't then if you tried to get on an airplane to leave Cyprus to go to the EU, you can't do it. The, the immigration won't let you because you're not actually in the EU, even though you're in EU territory. I think it's kind of a weird, it's a weird thing that they have going on there. Um, Made you very <laughs> concerned for, for a while there. It did. I was, I was a little unsure. And even, even when we were taking the taxi there, he like took some shortcuts through some side streets and we're like, 
Oh man, we are we're being on. smuggled across the border. <laughs> his, <laughs> but, well, he had said in his broken broken English, like I'm going this way, but nobody will see. Like the government, these are government buildings; they won't notice. And I was like, <laughs> "What? So like, oh man, he's like a coyote, and we're being smuggled across the border." But that wasn't true. That, he was just taking a shortcut. He was, and he was just like, "It's okay if we take the shortcut." That's what he was talking about. Not like. You can't get into the country. Like yeah, because it was like a parking lot, a government parking lot that he was driving through. But yeah, the other sketchy part was right after we get into the border or right. I can't remember. It was either right before we get scanned, like leaving Turkey to go into Cyprus. He like stops over on the side of the road and then like takes off the taxi part, the taxi sign from up above <laughs> on the car and like switches over the license plates. And I was like, what is going on? But there's only certain cars. They pay for dual insurance and coverage and taxes in both um, both sides. And so they can only, only these vehicles are supposedly supposed to go across the border. Like you can't take rental cars across the border and things like that. So. Right. Yeah. So it was, that was really interesting. Um, and actually until I think, uh, was it 2008 or something? The border was closed. So nobody could actually, um, cross it. Um, and even now Turks aren't allowed to cross the border to go into the Greek side. Uh, and so when, when we were telling our Turkish friends that we were going to go to, to Cyprus, there's, oh yeah, I want to go, but you know, we're not allowed to go and never been, can't go. So it's really interesting. Um, but as with an American passport, you can, you can cross the border, um, without, without any trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was and it worked. Everything worked out fine. We just needed a taxi to take us over to to our rental car area, and it it wasn't a problem. Now we know how to do it. Maybe even a little cheaper and a little better because it was kind of pricey. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got to our rental car, and we got our rental car, and we headed out to Paphos. Did you want to say anything else about that? No, nope. Okay, nope, that's fine. Yeah, so we decided to rent a car for like four or five days via um, the Fly Pegasus website, which is we took Pegasus. Actually, we took Turkish Airlines down there from Istanbul, but we flew Pegasus back. Um, and so via Fly Pegasus's website, uh, we were able to get a pretty cheap rental. Um, mm. wasn't anything too fancy, but it, it was pretty cheap no, for the time not. that we were <laughs> But for the time that we were there, it was what we needed. And so we... Um, we had talked about kind of what do we want to do, where do we want to stay, and to kind of satisfy Jason's desire to relax and chill and my desire to explore, we decided to just go to the western side of Cyprus and stay at mm-hmm. the same place for most of the time uh, at a resort area and then just take, like, kind of travel around that area to see what there was. So it was like two and a half hours away from where we had landed or where a car rental was. And so we took the car rental out to Paphos. Yeah, but it was a nice drive. Um, like it's highway all the way there, but a lot of it's driving along the coast or like through the mountains. And so it's really pretty. It's a very pretty island. Um, but we should say, um, because Cyprus was at one point a British colony or British controlled territory, I don't, I'm not sure what the technical status was, but because of that, they drive on the left-hand side of the road. Um, and so this is the first time that I've ever driven on, and I'm, I'm going to say it, the wrong side of the road. 
and the cars are backwards. And so the, the driver's seat is where the, the passenger seat is in like a normal cars. Um, and so it took a little bit of getting used to, to drive. And it's, since it's a manual, you have to shift with your left hand instead of the right hand. And, uh, it took a little bit of getting used to, but eventually I, you know, got, got it figured out. Yeah. But you did a great job. Well. Yeah. Uh, but it took a little bit of, a little, a little bit of getting used to, and you never quite break the habit of, or so ingrained it when you come to an intersection to look left and then look right. Yeah, um, so we but, were both on guard the whole time. But this, you have to, you have to look right first. As my uh, driver's ed instructor always said, um, the reason you look left is because they're the ones that are going to hit you first. And so when you're in a, a different country, you have to look to the right first. And so we, we didn't have any trouble, um, with that aspect of it anyway. No, but so. there were, I can't even count how many times I was sitting in the passenger side, which is for us, like the normal driver side. And because I can always use the rearview mirror up to the right, I usually just like pop up and like, see if something's, if my hair's straight or if, if I feel if I think something's in my teeth, I can just like pop up in the rearview mirror and like look and see. And the rearview mirror does not face me on that side, like the inside mm-hmm. mirror that you can use. And so I, I cannot even tell you how many times I just automatically like popped up to try to see like see something. And then I realized like how many times do I actually do that whenever I'm sitting in the driver's seat <laughs> of the car? I mean, it was it was ridiculous. I mean, it was we were gone for five days. So that's including traveling there and travel travel back and i'm pretty sure that last day that we were still driving back to the car rental place to drop our car off i was like trying to figure out how to look at myself in the rear mirror that wasn't even facing me anymore <laughs> it was embarrassing. that's vanity yeah totally vanity right like i was embarrassed completely yeah. embarrassed yeah so we made it down to paphos and i i really liked the city we didn't see like a ton of the city but we saw we saw like the coastline and we walked around um, and I really enjoyed the city. Did you? Yeah, it was. Um, it's a pretty big tourist attraction for a lot of like Europeans that come in to visit and Brits and mm-hmm. they tend to either stay on that uh, west side or they go all the way to the east side, I think. But yeah, it didn't really feel like it didn't feel like Greece. It felt like just this little expat country that a lot of like Brits live in or Europeans live in. Like it's very international um, is kind of the feel that I got for for that area, especially Paphos because we were staying North of the city. We weren't staying in the city. And if you go just North of where the city's at, then I mean, it's just like resort after resort after resort, kind of like bigger hotels and or like smaller boutique hotels that just cater to people coming in for vacation. Um, it's the same on the north side. On the north side, they're known for having their resorts on the coast and like casinos. It, they call it like Little Las Vegas. Um, but the south side, they it it is kind of like that. And so we were just there's just a lot of people out for a vacation, and it was dead, kind of like dead when we got there like there wasn't a lot of people but by the time we left there was tons of people and i i keep forgetting that our anniversary is around spring break time and every time i remember that i'm like that was the worst idea ever (laughs) (laughs) because we always like either catch catch the tail end of spring break or the start of spring break and Mm -hmm. so yeah it's just crowds crowds of people 
tons of kids. Mm. Not a bad thing, but it was really nice. Yeah. It was a nice area. Uh, yeah. The resort we stayed in was like middle of the road. It, it wasn't like a super, super fancy one, um, but it wasn't dumpy at all. It was, it was a nice, well, it I was think a nice I'm, resort. I think in the summertime when it, there is high occupancy and there's more people on staff, then I think there's a little bit of a go and kind of go, go, go to it and frou-frouiness to it. But <laughs> With with having such a low number of people there, it wasn't it wasn't like that. Yeah, so we did a couple of things while we were there. Um, there were two two like major archaeological sites in Paphos. One is called the Tombs of the Kings, which is just kind of an area along the coast where there was a bunch of old tombs. Mm-hmm. And we read the sign, which basically said it's called Tombs of the Kings, but there were never any kings actually buried there um they were just like really fancy tombs that could have been for royalty um but weren't and so they call it tombs of the kings and that was pretty neat to see um i don't know that it was anything all that special i'm glad we went um and there were a couple of tombs that were pretty cool to see but maybe i'm just growing accustomed to seeing that kind of thing and so it's not like awe-inspiring for me yeah, I think at one point there was like a theater or amphitheater that we could have tried to find. And we were like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> we're just not going to worry about it. But um, the tombs were pretty cool. And it's kind of spread out over over quite a large area. And so you just kept walking. You just walked a lot. And you just kept finding like it wasn't things weren't above ground. So you'd kind of go and then you'd walk around this curve and then there'd be like this massive like excavated mm-hmm. area of like tombs that they had dug out like it wasn't that the tombs were above ground and so all you could really see were kind of this like healy land and then you really had to kind of go around the areas to find like to actually look down into the tombs um yeah so yeah. you could have missed we could have missed quite a bit and never known it but we got to see mm-hmm. a lot yeah um, and that was also where we saw all of the caterpillars there's just like these massive those? mounds of like furry caterpillars and i'm not yeah. I'm not sure what they were doing it was like they were eating something they're just like know. huge clumps of them it was kind of gross did you ever research it to figure out what they were doing no no um yeah it was weird I'll have to look um, it up. But, yeah. I'm still so really curious. I'm not kings. sure why I haven't looked it up yet. <laughs> there's the Tombs of the Kings, and then the other place is called uh, the Paphos Archaeological City, I think is it is. Yeah. And park. so it's just archaeological park, right? Yeah. So there's basically the old Paphos. It's a really old city, um, like thousands of years old. And it just kind of like got rebuilt and rebuilt and rebuilt. And so they have this one area that just has a bunch of different ex- excavations from various times. And so they'll have, um, so we went there and we walked around and there's like a, a couple of different houses that had a bunch of mosaics in them and they had a theater and there's a modern lighthouse that you could see um, some catacombs. Yeah. What else? A castle, a castle that, there was like a castle and then an earthquake and the castle got like destroyed and then nobody ever rebuilt it. And so there's just like this ruins of a castle. I think there was another don't... castle that we didn't go to that was at the end of this boardwalk type thing. 
Because I've seen other pictures uh, for Paphos, yeah, and yeah, we didn't yeah, yeah. go in it. So I, I'm really... We saw that one, but we didn't Did go we? in it, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was where we bought um, the those postcards right yes. next to that. Yeah. Yeah, so the park was pretty cool. You would definitely need walking shoes and comfortable clothes because yeah. you just you just walk the whole time. Um, one of the coolest things that was at this archaeological park was the video that we watched about how they actually excavate the mosaics because they had mm. tons of floor mosaics. And I just thought, like, after seeing some that are in Ephesus um, – in that archaeological park there, that they just like uncovered it on the ground and then like used their little brushes to brush away at the dirt. But what this one was saying is that they actually take it and then uh, have like this huge, like massive rolling pin and they put like a sheet of fabric on top and then they put, um, they like chisel underweight, like underneath of it and then, um, like basically roll it on this pin until yeah. until they get the whole mosaic. And so the pin, like the mosaic never touches the pin or he just touches this fabric, but they don't leave it in the ground. <laughs> I just totally thought they just left it in the ground where they got it. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they actually like take it out and then they will roll it I don't know if they roll it back out or if they just work on it as they are unrolling it to kind of clean all of the dirt off of it. Um, and then all the little pieces are still stuck on the top fabric, which maybe it's like sticky tape or something. I don't know. And they just get all the dirt off of it and then they're able to roll it back out onto like a nice, nicer something or another. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really understand how it worked either, but it was definitely not the way I would have done it, <laughs> I would have done it like you just like brush off the dirt until you have the tile. But no, they like pick the whole thing up. Yeah. And apparently not all of these are created equal because some of them are just like out in the open with no like no protection covering. or no covering. And then some of them are in like this massive house that like nobody can walk on and it's like covered and like these are well protected mosaics. So I I don't know much about it, which is I mean, I didn't go to school for it, but it was really interesting to watch like how this was made. But unfortunately about like halfway through the video it just turned off. And so we wouldn't have even saw this video had Jason not decided to go into the birdhouse and really want to watch a video about all the birds that lived on this island. I thought it was pretty interesting, but then and that was video like, ready like to get turned up and off leave. halfway through. <laughs> and Jason was like, no, I really want to watch this. And I was like, <laughs> I was interested. You want to watch this video about birds? It was cool. But yeah. Yeah. And then the video, the much cooler video came on about the actual site that we're sitting at and like started telling us about what's all there. And that's when I was like, okay, let's hang out. And then the video turned off completely. Yeah. That's okay. Cause I mean, it, had we sat there longer, we would have been. Like we walked around for, I don't know, how long, an hour, two hours. Yeah. It was a long time. It was a really big place. And uh, yeah, so those are the two archaeological sites that we saw. I think there were other ones. Um, there was one that we had talked about going to see, but didn't actually make time for. And it is that there is 
um, apparently, uh, the apostle Paul visited the city, um, visited Cyprus and Paphos. I think Paphos is even mentioned in the Bible. Um, but apparently Paul came here and there is a post that he was apparently like tied to and flogged and they still have the post and there's a church next to it. Um, so we wanted to go see that, but we didn't, we didn't make time for it, but, um, that's something else that Paphos is known for. Yeah, we did walk through the city um, because it kind of goes along the coast. It reminded me a little bit of Bodrum because they have like the castle on the pier and then all these little cute little restaurants along the water. um, Yeah. And so we walked along the water and kind of checked out. Starbucks. Visited the Starbucks because as we all know, Katie has a problem with buying um, a new Starbucks mug for each new country that they go to. Um, City now. I've. City. No, 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 no. These are just countries. Oh, Cyprus. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Cyprus. Cyprus. I only got the Cyprus one. I did start a new tradition of getting the city mugs for Turkey because they're yeah. so cute. Like, yeah. I don't really, I ha- I want all of my other country mugs to match. Like, that's fine. I, I'll just get the country mugs because all the new city ones, they're just, they're a different style and they need to quit changing them. But the new style, I really like them. So I, I'll just get the turkey ones and yeah. the new little, like the city mugs for turkey. Anyways, okay. that was a sidetrack. But we made it to Starbucks. We hung out for a little bit. Um, yeah. Got some ice what cream. Else? Not from Starbucks. Yeah. And then we went back and just chilled at the our little resort area and tried out the jacuzzi and things mm-hmm. like that. And uh, We went to a Irish pub on St. Patrick's Day. That was another got some- thing traditional irish fare and so that was that was delicious and we went to a chinese restaurant at one point which was overpriced but really good. good and yeah. um oh the first night we were there we actually went to tgi fridays at the local <laughs> mall and watched yeah. a movie and it's all a movie <laughs> yeah it was like yeah. it's something that we could have done well i don't think i don't know if they have tgi fridays in izmir but it's something we yeah. could have done in izmir but we went to the mall I have no idea why we went to the mall. Look for a converter, an electric converter. Oh, so note to anybody who goes to Cyprus, you can use the European plugs, but most of the places have like the British system. Yeah, the British have like these three square plugs. And and our hotel had those. Did not think. It was strange. Yeah. And we have them. We we just didn't. We, we, we didn't bring didn't it. Bring and so we went to the mall looking for one. And the only store, it was very strange because we went into an electronic store and all of the like plugs and stuff were the ones that we had, the two, like two round plugs. And so I don't, I don't know if maybe just the hotels use the British one because they're catering to like Brits. But we ended up asking and they just like gave us one that I think that they have just in like in a cupboard somewhere that they just have extra and they just gave us one. So I don't still, I still don't understand what, what was going on with that, but that's why we're at the mall and we went to TGI Fridays and watched Logan. And I had like baby back pork ribs. Yeah. And I had a hamburger. Yeah. It was delicious. Um, Okay. So outside of Paphos, we actually spent Mm -hmm. a day driving around. Oh, we Mm -hmm. didn't talk about on our way to Paphos. We actually stopped and visited the Aphrodite rock. Yes. Because the goddess Aphrodite is like, this is her stomping grounds, like her old stomping grounds. Well, this is like where she was born or something. So there's like the Aphrodite's bath. 
paths, the Aphrodite's hills, the Aphrodite's rock. And so we went, we actually stopped on our way to Paphos at this rock and took some pictures. It was rainy, but there's no sand on the beach. All it is is like pebbles. It's not even pebbles. These are like stones. These are big. Hmm. And so big pebbles, big big rocks and things like that. And like the sound that it made coming, like washing up on top of the like rocks and then going back out was just so serene and the water was gorgeous. Um, that was really pretty. Okay. So moving back to like outside of Paphos as well, the day that we took a tour around Paphos, Mm we, um, we kind of decided let's try out a winery. Because, you know, Cyprus is known for its wine. And we decided to go to a monastery because there's quite a few bon- like monasteries there. Mm-hmm. And, there's, and there was a couple that were close, the wineries mm-hmm. that were close and the monastery that was close. So we kind of drew out a path. And between the winery, the monastery, and this gorge, there's a, a gorge that we wanted to go to. So, And it seemed like it would be fairly easy to travel to all these places. So yeah. we set out. And we yeah, did. But we, we ended up going to three wineries. Because um, it actually because, was a lot closer than we thought. Yeah. And when we got to the first winery, we found a brochure for something like there's different wine winery tours that you can take. And it just like shows you the routes that you can go to all of these different wineries. And so we looked at that and said, oh, well, we can visit a couple more. And so we did. And there's they're just these little little family run wineries. Yeah, why not um, get boozed up in the morning? And they'll give you free wine. <laughs> they'll give you yeah. free wine. Yeah. And I was driving, so I only had a little bit, but Katie tried a lot of the wines and well, they like, were actually really that good. Makes me sound like I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> no, it was not no. like that at all. We but bought a we couple did. bottles. Yeah. Yeah. So we there's three different places we visited. Um Ficardos. Ficardos. Yeah. Ficardos. I don't know. Okay, that was the first one. And that was when it was in town. Uh, Sterna. That one was my favorite, actually. That was, they were the most personable. Um, Yeah. And I actually write about this in a blog post that I'm going to release this week and talks about these three different wineries. Um, And the other two were were really close to the monastery and they're kind of up in the mountains a little bit. Not mountains. Mm -hmm. They're they're at a higher elevation, I should say. And um, both of these two had museums in their wineries and these museums were not museums there's just like <laughs> a stuff. room with old, a room with old stuff which is exactly what a museum is but uh, this is even so. like but it wasn't labeled <laughs> nothing was labeled it didn't tell you what anything was and one of the museums at the uh gosh i can't even remember which one it was like it ha- they had like made a donkey and people out of like paper mache <laughs> they had taken paper mache and like yeah. literally like made life a life-size donkey yeah and, and put it in this room yeah i think we got a picture of you kissing it and i was just like wow okay they're like you yeah. can go to the back and see our museum i mean it took all of like one minute to see yeah uh there's the astirno wine winery that we went to and then what's the other one ah uh, valis Valis, uh, Basilicon, Basilicon Winery. Hmm. This one was like, they 
brand spanking new building and it Fancy was like gorgeous you could like get married there and have a reception like it's just beautiful and they have this huge patio that looks out onto the mountains and this is where I, that I would want to get married there it was like yeah. gorgeous yeah um, i mean where we got married was gorgeous too I yes mean, polk city oh gosh polk city great greatest place ever I still talk about it. It's still the greatest city. Anyways, moving back to this winery, they also had a museum in the back, but they chose not to use paper mache to make like a donkey and live people. There was actually pretty cool. Like, yeah, it was fine. I mean, it was still just old stuff, which you're right. That is what a museum is. But obviously, we're not like very no appreciative of, of museums, but I not all museums no are the same. They're they not like all created equal. Stick stuff in there. Yeah. Anyway. So we saw these wineries, tried some wine, bought some wine. We still have the wine and learned about the wine in Cyprus. And it was really interesting because there's quite a few species of grapes that are Mm. indigenous to the island of Cyprus. So you don't find them anywhere else. Right. Um, And then we moved on to the monastery. Well, I think we did the monastery in between some of these. Yeah, we did the monastery it's not because yeah, I had too, too much, much wine. wine. <laughs> it was just no. It was just because I can't remember the order. And the monastery is like right in between these other two wineries. And so we probably yeah. like went from one to the other. Yep. I can't even remember. So we went yeah, to the monastery. Yeah, the monastery, monastery was, was pretty neat. Some like hermit. Um, <laughs> like guy. literally a hermit, like a person who didn't like people. Yeah, he was in town and I don't know if they, he just didn't, he got fed up of these people. And so he like left town and like found some caves in a mountain and started just living there and living a a monastic life and eventually like got some pupils and, and slowly and slowly just more and more people and kind of this monastery was formed. And so it's, it's just built into the side of a mountain and they, there's like a church and like dorms now for people. And yeah, it was really pretty. And we got to, you can still, you can like walk through the original chapel that they built into the side of the mountain and the, the home that he lived in and, and whatnot. And there's paintings like the old cave paintings of the saints and in the Orthodox, like icon, like iconography and whatnot. It was really cool. It was really cool to see. Yeah. I don't know if I had ever been into a Greek, Greek Orthodox church, much less a monastery. So it was really interesting to kind of see like what there is. Um, it reminded me a lot of Catholic, like of Catholic, Catholicism, Catholic churches, because there's saints and like incense and things like that, which I, I don't, I'm sure they probably would say that they're completely opposite, but I'm saying like some, of they just resembled each other in the sense of there are saints, there's incense, there's these like traditions and rituals that follow suit anytime you go to church or do anything. Yeah. But the Orthodox church is like that to the max. Like some of these churches that we're not in the monastery, but some of the churches that we, we went to and just looked around, it's like wall to wall, everything is covered with like pictures or statues in, at least in the Catholic church, um, like completely gilded, you, like you know, gold. they might have some, right? But these these are just wall to wall, and I don't know, I don't know that much about um, 
Greek Orthodox, but I know it's like, that's part of their worship. Like, it's not just, this is the decoration that they choose to use, but it's like, it's like essential to, to their style of worship. So. And we have, we have some friends here who are Greek and they've gone to a Greek Orthodox church in town. And they've even said like that the prayers and things that in the services are done in like old Greek as well, that they can kind of understand some of it, but it's just, it's kind of like churches doing everything and like, Latin. yeah, Latin or maybe or like old, English. old English. Yeah. Like King, King James, which nobody speaks like that anymore, but right. you know, like that type of thing. Um, but they yeah. still, they still do it in that way. But the people, the people don't, I mean, eventually, like once this older generation moves on, the younger generations, it's going to be harder and harder for people to continue doing it like that. But it sounds like it's pretty essential to how it's done in every church. Yeah. So there was just a lot of churches there, <laughs> a lot of Greek Orthodox <laughs> churches, like every, almost every corner the, had one, which is the same in the States. Like it's there's a church on every corner and it's the same in Turkey. There's a mosque on every, every other block. So um, yeah. It, yeah, it's just really interesting. Yeah. So anyway, um, after we saw these monasteries in this, or the monastery and these wineries, we were going to go visit this gorge. And it was something that we saw recommended like as a tourist attraction. And so we wanted to go. And so we plotted a course on our GPS for between the winery that we were at and the gorge. And we drove there without any trouble at all. And it was just a wonderful trip. And if you don't know Jason, then you don't realize that that it was a lot of dry humor and sarcasm <laughs> because it was one of the worst rides we have ever had in our whole marriage. Yeah. And we kind of, yeah, it's one of those things where like in retrospect, um, we didn't know and we couldn't have known. And so we can't, we can't really. Um, well, we could have just known to stay on the main roads. Yeah. And I think it was... I should have known from the distance and the time because it wasn't super far, but it, it was taking, it said it would take like twice as long as I thought it, maybe it should based on the speeds. But anyway, what it turned out is that, um, these, these were like mountain roads that we were taking that the, the car we were driving was not suitable to be driving on these roads. And by the time we got to the place where like, it was just dumb that we were there uh, we were too far along to turn back and like the gas light had come on and it was just it was uh, a bad idea. It was, it was a really bad idea. So we're like going up, you know, big hills, which isn't necessarily a problem, but they're like dirt gravel roads. And then there's like huge potholes and rocks and sheep. We, we had to like <laughs> stop for a herd of sheep on the road. But, and, yeah, like literally sheep. <laughs> yeah. And by the time, and oh man, it was just, it was terrible. If it we was had, terrible. Okay. So if you're looking at a map, just if you if you're ever driving in Cyprus, just I'm I'm sure that there are tour guide books that tell you this. We don't tend to use a tour guide book. We just sometimes go with the flow. And this was us going with the flow. Only use the yellow roads or the major white roads. Don't use any of the thin thin lined roads <laughs> on the map. <laughs> Only use the thick line roads on the map. 
That is yeah. that is our lesson for anyone else who goes to Cyprus. Um, and we should have known, like, if we were trying to go from a winery that was in a higher elevation to a gorge that was like, you know. On the coast. On the coast, then there's probably going to be mountains in between. But <laughs> yeah. did we really think about that? But do you remember, we passed a car, like, at kind of like the high point Another car that was similar to the one we were driving was coming up the other way. Like, as I think about it now, it's unbelievable that they started from the gorge and came to where we were. Yeah, because, because they should have turned around. Like, that. the worst spot was at that the was very the end. That was the worst part. It was at the very end, and we had to get to the park. And it just had, like, a stream. Like, it was a stream. It wasn't a road. And <laughs> we had to go through the river to get to the other side. And Jason, it wasn't that you, it was you like rocked that. Like, I'm just telling you, like I was, I would have been like, I have no idea what we're going to do. And just started crying and you like, didn't even blink and you just went, you're like, I, what can we do? We're just going to have yeah. to go. There was no, I mean, there was nothing we could but do if at I this was point. There, if I was there on the other side and I saw that and I was like 200 meters where I could turn around and go back, I would have been like, yep, we're just going to go back to one of those really nice thick lined roads on the map and take the yeah. other way. It was... It was was crazy. And it's one of those things too, like we got up to this plateau at the top. It's kind of like where the sheep were. That was just gorgeous. gorgeous. It was like a paradise up there. And while I wanted to stop and like take pictures and lounge around for a little bit, you were like, we are not stopping. My stress level was like off the charts. It was And so all I wanted to do was to get to where we were going. I didn't want to, I couldn't stop to appreciate anything. But in in hindsight, I wish we would have at least stopped for a little bit to walk around. But between the gas light being on and the, the roads we were driving on, and it was... Oh dear! Um, just, we yeah, just never we, do that we had. Uh, I think the Lord was smiling on us and laughing at us, but helping us <laughs> because because well. that that's this story could have had a much worse ending than making it to the parking lot with almost no trouble at all. Except we did end up scratching the front bumper, um, which we had to pay for but this um, would be our second time that we've had to file a claim on a rental vehicle for a rental car. but you know we when, when he pointed this out to get rental vehicles is when my the rental car learning. guy pointed out like oh this this is scratched down here i said yep <laughs> like i was not gonna argue with him at all because the, that that car shouldn't have it. made it that car <laughs> shouldn't have made it where where it did and so if all that happened was some scratch scratches on the bumper i was happy to it's only by the grace of the lord that we even made it to the gorge anyways so if we're gonna have to pay for a front bumper then so be it but this car already had like 20 different dents on it so i wouldn't be surprised if scratches were already there before we we got in well i yeah i mean i i don't doubt that we scratched it but I doubt that they're going to fix it. I mean, we paid to no have way. it fixed and repainted, but they're not going to do that. They hadn't done it with the other parts of the car that were scraped or whatever. So, yeah. But about the gorge, the gorge was awesome. Yeah. If you're going to go, this would be a great like morning hike or afternoon hike. It takes a little while to get into the actual gorge part, but there's actually like a whole park that you can kind of 
go hiking around. And there are actually some like legit hiker people. Like they're much more prepared to go hiking through the scourge than we were. Yeah, we weren't super prepared. No, but it was really, it was really pretty. It wasn't the same as the one here in Turkey that we went to. The one here in Turkey was a lot bigger uh, and a lot more commercialized. This was like, hope you can find it <laughs> type thing. Yeah. Like it was not, it was, you don't pay to go in. You don't have like, you really, we didn't see hardly any people. But there was a nice walking path mm-hmm. and um, there were some signs as we got further along, but we just kind of kept walking along the stream and the walls of the canyon got progressively more and more narrow and um, just walking through this gorge. And it was, it was really pretty. And we eventually, where we stopped, we got to this point where there's like a tree like the tree roots were hanging down and there was this little mini waterfall kind of flowing along and it was just, it was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was, so. that was worth like all the trouble. If we had gotten there and there, there actually wasn't anything to see, <laughs> yeah. it might not have been worth the trouble, but. Well, we almost did um, because we kind of got to the end of the path where the path, it seemed like it stopped. Um, but I just kind of kept walking um, and then found the path again and, And then we kept going, but we almost just turned around right there. Yeah, but um, it's definitely worth going for a morning or afternoon. It's family friendly. It's kid friendly, like older kids who can walk themselves. It might be a little hard with like two and three year olds, but or a kid that you have, you can't like put them on you. Um, But for the most part, it's easy to kind of navigate through. Um, And it's not, you're not having to climb over big rocks or through narrow ways to get there. Um, Oh, no. No, it wasn't. I guess I should say the road that we were coming on that was terrible was like the back entrance. The front entrance, while not great, was way better than the back entrance. Like we we could have drove up the front entrance without much of a problem at all, even in even in the little car. There was a couple of like big potholes or whatever, but you could easily manage it. Um unlike the back entrance, which yeah. Right. So if you went up from Paphos and you went along the coast past Coral Bay, which is another site that we would recommend, but we didn't get to go to, you can go up to the gorge that way, which is how we came back down. Yeah. Nice thick white line on that map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was that was great. The next day we, we left and um, went back up to Nicosia. Um, and why don't we talk about that for a little bit before we wrap up? Yeah. So I already told you that Nicosia is kind of split between Turkey and Cyprus, Greek. Cyprus. Yeah. It is the last divided capital in the world. Like, you know, if you remember back from history that there was East Berlin and West Berlin, that was two countries, but one city. Nicosia is just like that. Yeah. And like, literally, there is a about 100 meters through the city of like abandoned, unoccupied buildings. And yeah, it's like a UN controlled neutral zone. And so they have like UN patrols and, and whatnot. Right. Even though there's currently no, there's not like fighting between the two, but the UN still controls controls the border. Right. So we, um, we went, we got an Airbnb for one night. So we stayed at this Airbnb and we're able to walk into the city and we really just walked around quite a bit. We saw uh, one of the churches that's well known there. We saw, what else did we see? Like a drawing a blank. Oh, uh, H&M. <laughs> 
We walked Starbucks, yes, we McDonald's. Walked we, we, we walked through the city quite a bit, and then we decided to walk over to the Turkish side. And you have to show yeah. your passport. No, you don't have to show your passport to leave. You can just walk through. But on the other side, you have to show your passport to get in. And there's about 100 meters there where it is like no man's land. So you, you walk on one side, and you stay on that side until you get to the passport control on the other side, and then they let you in. And so then we spent yeah. like another 40 minutes on the Turkish side walking through. And it was a Sunday afternoon. There there wasn't a lot of things open. And the, there was a huge difference between like the hustle and bustle on the Greek side as opposed to kind of the quiet, laid back, likeness that was on the Turkish side. And I think it was yeah. just the time that we were there. I think so too, because there were a couple of like the big things to see we couldn't see because they were closed. Right. And so there's this like big, um, like market type place, like a two story market that has vendors and whatnot that's old, but we couldn't see that. It's called like the Pukan. Uh, um, yeah, because it was closed. But there is um, like a church that we went and saw. That's now a um, mosque. Yeah, like an old Orthodox church that after the Turks took over, they converted into a mosque. Um, and that was really interesting because you walk into the church and the church is oriented one direction, but um, Muslims pray towards Mecca. And so all of their services are faced towards Mecca. Um, and so they're like, the altar is kind of in this corner of the church off to the side of the wall. And all of the carpet has like diagonal lines that they, that they stand at to pray at. And all of them are like, diagonal facing east and it's just like you you walk in and it's super obvious that it's not a mosque because if it was a mosque it would have been built in a different direction um and so it's you can just it's really interesting and i think katie you made the remarks about like what was under the plaster because it's just all white inside of it all white and it just reminded me of like the Hagia Sophia, when the plaster came off and all these mosaics yeah. were underneath it. Like, I was just really curious to know, like, okay, what's what under this? Yeah, what's yeah. underneath this church? Um, yeah, so it would have been pretty cool. But yeah, so that was really interesting to see. Um, and I think that's the only thing we actually went into because everything else was closed. Right. But we did get to, we did get to walk around a lot. And it was, and all of the, it was so interesting because all of the doors were really old. And there's, there's another bazaar too that you can walk through on, on a day, like not Sunday, but um, the sign above it said like 1929. And some of the doors even said like 1924, 1917. So, I mean, yeah. this is, it's just old. It's kind of like this, this area kind of just stopped. Yeah, it was really, really interesting. Whereas on the other side, it's just things are a little bit newer and renovated and it just kept growing. Donald's and Starbucks and, and H&M. It H &M. really could have just yeah. been that the time that we were there. But we... It was I think a, it's both. I yeah, think it's both. I think it's both too. So it was really cool to see that. And so if I really encourage anyone who goes to Cyprus, go to the coast, have fun, see that, but make sure you spend like, gosh, two days in Nicosia. We didn't go, um, we didn't actually do one of the walking tours and I wish we would have like stayed oh, long yeah. enough on Monday to do the walking tour. Cause we, the people, other people that were staying in our Airbnb, it was more like a bed and breakfast. Um, they left at 10 to go do like a three hour walking tour. And yeah, 
that would have been really fun to go see and like explore and like learn about. Yeah, we could have spent a lot more time in in Nicosia. But I think and that we there's definitely- like really cool museums that we didn't get to see and and whatnot. And so there's definitely if we if we go back sometime, there's definitely a lot that we can explore. And I think that now that we kind of know how it all works, it's going to be really easy for us just to pop down there for like a four day weekend that type of thing. Yeah, it was definitely a, a really good trip. Um, so we were only there for one night, and then we got on a plane and flew home. So, do you um, want to tell them about the? I mean, so on the, I'll start it off. <laughs> on our way back, we um, took a taxi back to the airport, but we decided that that we would just be driven to the border and then walk through a walking border and then take a taxi from the other side. So we had a taxi meeting us on the other side and our Airbnb people were awesome. And he actually met us at the car rental place and then took us to the walking border. And then the walking border is just really cool. Yeah. So there's, there's a couple of different walking borders, but the one we took is kind of next to this old hotel um, or palace. Um, I think it's a palace turned into a hotel anyway, but it's in the neutral zone. And so it's this like old building and there's actually a coffee shop that is right across from it. That's inside of the UN control neutral zone. And so we sat and had coffee and a muffin, um, in this like no man's land. And the interesting thing is that it is, it's like a, mutually agreed upon place that both sides can come to without there being like fear. So like Turks can't go over to the Cypric side. And so they usually wouldn't be allowed to cross the border, but in this place they're allowed to, so that they can both come to this mutual meeting point to, to discuss things. Like any type Um, of business or information that needs to be passed along. Like, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, so we went and, and sat there for a little bit, and yeah, that was that was really cool. And then we walked over, got in the taxi, and went to the airport, which I thought was going to be like a kind of a airport. dinky, rundown little airport, but it's actually really, it was nice. It was it's really nice. Las Vegas and, of like yeah, and we got to use the the VIP lounge again and uh, sat there, which was great because coffee. our flight was like an hour delayed. And so we got to sit for a, hang out in a, in at least comfortable chairs, except it was like Wi-Fi. a thousand degrees in there. It was super hot. Yeah. But all in all, it was a great trip. We were, we were kind of like, okay, we know, we kind of know how to do this now. So if we wanted to go back, we could maybe explore the east side next time. We could explore the north side. There is just a ton of history there and there's a ton mm-hmm. of things to see. So yeah, and I, it's beautiful. It is really pretty. And, so beautiful. And we could you can easily do both sides. Like you can kind of go back and forth on this island um as well. And so there's there's just a lot more to explore and um yeah. So I would say I would like to go back someday, but um it was a really like good first experience with Cyprus. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so I think that's it. Do you have anything else you want to add? Yeah, I'd like to know, like, have any of our listeners ever thought about going to Cyprus? Had you heard about Cyprus? And yeah. what would you like to know more about? Like, did we not answer some of your questions? Did we leave you hanging? So let us know what you think. Yeah, and I think we had talked about our next episode in two weeks. We want to just answer a bunch of questions that our people have about our lives here and our travels and all that sort of thing. So if you have any questions, questions that you'd like to know the answer to. It doesn't have to be about Cyprus, just about anything about about our lives here, about 
yeah, whatever, uh, let us know. Um, you can write them to us in the normal ways and we might answer it in next week's show. Yeah. So we'll do like a Q&A episode. Yeah. An AMA. And ask me anything. Oh, I suppose it's us. An AUA. Ask us anything. I'm glad you're going to include me in that. Yeah. You're very welcome. <laughs> so. So, um, yeah, like as always, you can ask us those questions or answer any questions that you have or that we have for you at our website, funktravels.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash funktravels or on Instagram at funktravels. And so in, until next time, we will see you around. Yeah. Oh, and happy third anniversary again, babe. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs>